Welcome to A Year in the Bible with Pastor Doyle Jackson. Day 200, Proverbs 29 through 31 and Ecclesiastes 1 and 2. Stark contrast. Thanks, Solomon. Day 200. Now, I want you to think about that for a second. Those of you that have been doing this all year long, way to go. And if you're new, don't worry about it. You just start where you start. You know, I have a friend, he started in uh, Psalms with us, and I'm just like, that's great. Just start with one book and keep going, all right? So today, we're on day 200, and I want to talk to you about the stark contrast. When I was living in Israel in 1987, my roommate and I took a trip to Egypt We'd been studying the Bible, Judaism, history, Islam, and archaeology, and so we thought going to Egypt would be exciting and an opportunity to see the ancient history up close. We've been doing that in Israel, and so this was really kind of cool for us. Well, when I arrived in Cairo after a long trip across the Sinai Desert, let me tell you, it was nice to have water and an air-conditioned room. But as I looked out the window, I saw a child playing in the dirty street below. I remember Evelyn Simpson, uh, this mentor of mine, she had told me of being in Cairo and how she sat and looked out the window and saw a child playing in the street. I wondered, where did Jesus play when he was a boy in Egypt? Did he pass the Sphinx or the Great Pyramids? Did he see all the false gods of the pharaohs in Luxor or throughout Egypt? Did he look at the Nile River and imagine Moses in a basket? Those are things that I did when I was there. I also remember the contrast when I got home to Israel in my little room in Jerusalem. It seemed so far from Egypt and its gods and its idols. Israel looked so green and lush compared to Egypt. I could see the contrast of the small city of Jerusalem versus the 20 million people of Cairo. The narrow way versus the broad road that Jesus talked about. Proverbs 29 and 30 and 31 are the final Proverbs. Proverbs 29 are the last ones we hear from Solomon. Listen to what he says. Proverbs 29, 1 and 2. Whoever remains stiff-necked after many rebukes will suddenly be destroyed without remedy. When the righteous thrive, the people rejoice. When the wicked rule, the people groan. Do you hear the contrast? Listen to the last verse of this chapter by Solomon, Proverbs 29, 27. The righteous detest the dishonest, and the wicked detest the upright. See, it's clear that loving God changes our heart, that following God takes you to a promised land. The promises of God are what you and I are seeking now. Proverbs 30, the sayings of Agur, son of Jacob, are more of a group of prayers and wisdom in my mind. So listen to it. Verse 7, two things I ask of you, Lord, do not refuse me before I die. Verse 8, keep falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me only my daily bread. And, And finally, when you read Proverbs 31, 
It's the most iconic picture of a godly woman in the world. It's a stark contrast to the ungodly women that we've been seeing in Proverbs. She is large and in charge, faithful and fruitful. It's an invitation to you and I and to all women to live godly and be blessed. It's very clear that God is trying to contrast for us that godly living brings blessings. And ungodly living, it won't bear long-term fruit. Ecclesiastes is attributed by many to the work of Solomon also. The problem is here, Solomon appears to be having a bad day when we open it. He says it's all meaningless, but look closely. He's saying life is meaningless without God. Don't try to find your purpose in things. Life under the sun is good, but it's no good without God. Look at the contrast. Life with God is full of hope and liberty. Life without God is foolish and empty. Let's pray. Father, open my eyes to see a world without you and help me to have compassion and the words to draw them home to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Reading is filling me with hope and compassion. I hope it's doing the same for you. Have a great day.